Kate's Industry Spotlight. Join me where I put the industry's top movers and shakers under the spotlight and ask the questions you always wanted to ask. Welcome here. We are talking to Mike Dawson, who is here representing Homelet and Let Alliance. We'll get into that in a minute. But just maybe you could introduce yourself, uh, who you are, what you do, and this whole thing of wearing two company hats. I think that we should uh, probably address that elephant in the room to start with, really. Yeah, so I am the sales director at Let Alliance, and I've just um, started to dabble in the Homelet side now as well, where I'm leading the uh, the actual new business sales front at Homelet as well. Um, so mixing the two together, I will be the first person within uh, the, the two businesses um, in terms of working um, as one. Um, but essentially, I, I look after bringing new business in and then making sure that we support our customer base and make sure that they they generate significant income. So it's Mike, all the tell part me, um, how did this happen? Because to me and to my knowledge, and obviously I was I was aware kind of of the mer merger or the, it's not even a merger, merger. really, is it? It's a, a partnership of such between Let Alliance and Homelet. Um, but it wasn't made massively public and it wasn't made a big deal, which sometimes it is. So maybe you could just let people know, because from my point of view and from, I think, a lot of agents' point of view, you guys are direct competitors. I mean, this mm. is, you know, rental guarantee head to head, right? So, uh, yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about that, what's happened there. Uh, I think I think it was a it was a kickstarter of a, a lot of uh, mergers out there within the whole of the industry. To be honest, uh, letting agents and obviously suppliers as well. Um, we kickstarted that in November last year, merging the two businesses together. Uh, we have been competitors for the last ten years. Obviously, with my my Let Alliance hat on, um, I've always loved Homelet. Um, never had any issues with Homelet. Um, but no, um, in, in all seriousness, see, look at yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, it was, it was about merging the two businesses together, staying, staying separate in terms of, um, of how we approach different things. Cause I think, um, uh, both, both brands in their own merit have, um, the, the pros of pro aspects to it. And it wouldn't make sense to actually merge the two businesses together, um, and just become one. But in terms of, of being under the barbed umbrella, it allows us to essentially have a bit more clout to the conversations with, with the third parties that make up Homelet and Let Alliance and, and Rent Shield as well, because there's free providers within the group. Um, so speaking to underwriters with regards to rent guarantee policies, um, Sky Virgin in terms of media services, utilities providers, essentially, because we work with such a, a large proportion of the market together, we can get the best rates possible, ah, the best deals possible. Better deals because you're a bigger sort of powerhouse exactly. type thing. Exactly. And that, that then allows us to um, to obviously offer them um, enhanced commission rates and enhanced product um, offerings to our customer base. So as an agent um, looking at this, and I'm sure that there's people, as you say, are in one camp or another with this who have been using various for years. But if I was coming into this as a new consumer, how do I choose? I think that that's their choice. As I said, there's there's, there's pros to uh, pros to both businesses. I think um, it, it's looked at completely differently in terms of the way that we approach things separately, um, and it, it, the actual propositions are are different. Um, there's parts of the homelet proposition that we don't have at Let Alliance, and and vice versa from a Let Alliance that we don't have at Homelet. Um, but in terms of the offerings, they are separate. It's what it's what's done in the background in terms of with with different underwriters, i.e. with 
we've merged the underwriters together now, uh, where it's just one single underwriter from a rent guarantee perspective, which is obviously a hot topic now. And mm. um, you need to make sure that um, in terms of, of when uh, you need a rent guarantee policy or a landlord needs a rent guarantee policy, it's going to pay out. And now between the two brands, we, we've got near, near enough 100,000 rent guarantee policies active. So mm. when we are speaking to underwriters and we are, we are liaising with them, essentially we can get the best deals we possibly can, but, but it also allows us to offer the best products on the market as well. Okay, so let's let's rewind a little bit um, and let's let's talk to you about um, and and personally, really, um, you know, as from a business and from a personal point of view, rewind four months ago now, four and a half, I cannot even remember now. And let's just talk to you from from a from a business perspective of what the hell have you guys been doing? Because this has been a nightmare, right? And for mm. especially for the industry that you're you're in and the service that you provide, it must have been an almost overnight panic of, of what the hell do we do? So how yes. talk to me a little bit about how you guys have navigated that storm. Okay, so I think obviously mm. the, the announcement was made initially with regards to, to lockdown. I think maybe a couple of weeks before and a couple of months before we were we were all as businesses preparing for the eventuality of, of something coming um, but I think it, it hit us quite rapidly in terms of um, there was a big change within a couple of weeks in terms of how how things panned out um, we upsticked uh, we upsticked essentially and and started to all work from home um, a few quite a, a number of staff went on to furlough um, we went on the basis that actually applications would drop considerably. Um, so we went on the basis that we'd go from, uh, I don't know, uh, 50, 60,000 references a month to, to um, a couple of thousand across the, the, the free brands. And, and actually that didn't happen. I was gonna um, say how wrong yeah. you were, right? Exactly, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, we, we, essentially it was really, really strange, but looking at the data, um, everything ran around 60 percent of 2019 initially um, and then it, it bumped up to to sort of 80 percent levels and then once the the doors reopened from a letting agent perspective and and the government made the changes around lockdown um, we're now in a position where we're, we're completing more applications from a reference instance than we've ever done before across the three brands um, which is unbelievable mm-hmm. um, we're breaking records uh, we broke records throughout June, throughout June um, and we do believe we're going to break more records in July. We've got more agents working with us than we've ever had before. Um, and we're also well, in a... And I can of- see, kind of understand why, because, I mean, I think the rental guarantee has been something that obviously a lot of majority of agents, I think, have an offering of. It's never been more important to be able to have it now and offer it and and almost educate the landlords to to take it. Um, What happened with the, because obviously that you will have had a a lot of existing business and existing policies coming into Corona. Um, I think obviously we know now having, you know, talked and obviously we have our own branches and stuff that the arrears and the panic over rent not being paid wasn't as bad as we thought. But there still must have been a huge influx of policies being paid out as far as you were concerned, right? Yeah, so uh, from sort of March time, it's, it's, now, it's now plateaued off a little bit. I think, I think we're going to get the mother of the beast again. 
um, when the furlough scheme starts to stop and starts. And we will to talk about that in more. Exactly. In, we can go in into detail, but, yeah. but in terms of, of March, um, we we've, we saw an increase of claims by 500 percent um, and which 500%. Is obviously 500 percent, which is absolutely massive. But I think the most powerful um, figure that I can give you is that we actually paid out on 97.2 percent of all of them valid claims. Um, so essentially, um, we do what it says on the tin. It's, it's rent guarantee and it's rent guarantee for a reason. You need to know at the point of which a claim arises, it's going to pay out and then that allows you to pay out to your customers and your landlords. So we've continued to pay out during the pandemic. Um, we, as I said, we expect that it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. I'd be surprised that if in this calendar year, um, we'll, be able, we'll be able to get repossession of properties um, going on the amount of, mm. of, of cases that are going to be yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm. But we're still in a position where we, we will continue to pay out during these next few months. And we will be here post um, the, the, the process. We're going to go down over the next few months when it when so things start to the get paying out. Things good to hear, because obviously I think agents went into a state of panic, as everyone did, that, that you know, when you know people you guys are furloughing staff and obviously no one knew quite what the underwriters would be thinking or what the banks were going to do and the, you know the the panic about whether it was going to be invalid or not because of you know the, the strange surroundings and stuff like that so 97 percent paid out is very very comforting there was a certain point in time and i think it was and correct me if i'm wrong i think three or four weeks into it all where new policies and the taking on of new policies was was totally shut right mm -hmm. And, and could you talk, tell us a little bit about what happened there and why? I mean, I understand why, but just from, it's interesting to hear from your side. Yeah, I mean, we only actually closed our doors for three days. Um, wow. So in terms of selling new policies, we closed our doors. When we, 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 um, when we had to uh, amend the, the process of adding rent guarantee on at that point, it, the, the product was in a different state to what it was pre-COVID, um, and I think it will be for the foreseeable anyway. Um, but obviously, what do you with mean different product. Um, in terms of the way that it's it's charged out, the way that we we pay out, um, the way that the process is is undertaken from there. But um, essentially, it is what it is. Rent guarantee is there. It's a rent guarantee policy. But mm. where where I'm referring to is when we initially launched, we we couldn't offer um, cover on existing tenancies, for instance. Whereas now we're in a position across the two brands where actually we can do cover on, we can take cover on existing tenancies as well. Um, so the, the benefits are there not for not just for new tenancies, but for existing tenancies as well. So if you've got three, four hundred managed properties, then it's all well and good offering it to the ones that are coming up for referencing mm -hmm. now that new applications where new tenants are moving in. Actually, the, the risk is more on the ones that have been in situ for a period of time prior to COVID, where at this moment in time, it, it, there's 15% of the um, of, of, of the, the, the financial times are saying we're going to have 15% of the population um, made redundant appro uh, approximately. Um, so it's all about us protecting our customer base, protecting letting agents 
on their existing stock as well as obviously. It's a very good point because, you know, circumstances at the point of referencing, you know, are pretty secure and they have to be. I mean, that's the whole point of referencing. But exactly. midway through a, a tenancy when, you know, furlough and, and, and redundancy or you know, unemployment happens, you know, that's almost going to be more at risk because you're not re-referencing your tenant every time something changes exactly. or something. So um, that, that is a really, really good point. Um, so what happened, um, Mike, when you guys closed the door for three days? Did it was it just chaos was it just so much coming through or did you need to stop and look at the offering and look at what you were able to deliver and kind of reset and then come back again essentially that we, we the day before we we stopped we took on over sixteen thousand policies in one single day um and that was crossed the the just the let alliance book alone um i haven't got the, the home let figures to hand but that was just the let alliance book alone um and home let was very very similar so, I bet you were looking at all these people on Facebook, on Netflix, and going for long walks, and you were like, oh, yes. your eyeball. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I needed the haircut then, to be honest, because <laughs> I was pulling it out of my head so much. But um, yeah, it, 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 we had to reevaluate. We had to take a step back, look at the risk factor. That obviously risk has increased, yeah. uh, as I said, tenfold because of the five hundred percent increase in claims. Um, and we had to reevaluate, restructure the policy, um, look at what was best for our customer base and then go from there. I think yeah. the most important thing for us is, is about working with, with our customers, looking at what they need from us um, and then supporting them. Um, and I do believe that we've done that. We've, we've had some, some road bumps throughout this process because no one's ever gone through this before. And I'm the first one to hold my hand up and say that, do you know what, during the process, we... We have made a few mistakes, but we've always we've always adapted. We've always looked at what our customers needed throughout it, and the mistakes that we've made, we fixed. Um, and I do believe we're in a position now to deliver for every single letting agent out there that wants to work with either brand. Okay, so um, we are where we are, um, and uh, you know, just to say, concentric. Where our branches, um, the, the concentric branches, use homelet. So I, I know the answer to a lot of these questions because obviously, the branch, you know, you've been through. What what's changed now, and what, um, why, why have things changed, and what's the difference? Because um, I know that most people will be going price, price. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, there, there are reasons for this, and I think we can understand that. And we were having a little chat beforehand about we've got to look at this in a different way now we've got to kind of flip it on its head so yeah what what's changed essentially that you, you, we, we had to um, look at the the product tear it back uh, to its to its bare bones look at what we could do and couldn't do um, in the in the current time um, and obviously price was a key factor to it um, what I would say is that rent guarantee as we know it now um, is completely different to what it was to COVID-19. Whereas before, um, we were always engaging with letting agents to try and promote rent guarantee, to try and push for rent guarantee. But on average, 13% of all references that go through have a rent guarantee policy on. Um, 13, one three. 13, one three, which is just not enough, so um, really to be completely about, honest with you. Surprised, yeah. Um, so it, it was extremely important. Our message has always been, for the last 10 years at Let Alliance specifically and, and home like prior to that as well, um, that rent guarantee is extremely important. You should never rent a property out and not guarantee the rent because you don't know what's going to happen. And can a landlord afford to take the hit and still pay the mortgage, continue having the life in the same way as they've always been able to do? Um, but 
the, the, the actual mindset of a landlord around rent guarantee has, has changed. It's now not a, yeah, it's a nice to have um, if I've got the money to do it. It's actually a must. It's a needs must. And that's why we saw the over 16,000 policies come through the doors at Let Alliance just before the process, because everyone went, oh, jeepers, what are we going to do? We, we need to cover this. We need to protect our risk. But also, it's extremely important that letting agents protect their management income as well. Um, everyone's taken a hit during this process because of things like the deferral schemes and tenants going on about the press saying about payment holidays and what's happening with this, what's happening with that, the, the government doing different things in terms of their changes. Um, so letting agents have taken a hit in terms of their management income as well and their, um, that remunerating income that comes through the door. Whereas if they guarantee that with us and also the landlord's rent, it's a, it's a two-pronged approach, mm. essentially, from, from our perspective. And I think this is a really important um, lead-in to, to, to the point that we've discussed in our, in our Agent Rainmaker community, um, uh, you know, m several times over the last couple of weeks, um, because October's coming, uh, the furlough scheme that the government put in place, which has obviously probably, you know, helped billions of people through this hard time is coming to an end um, and unfortunately because of a lot of businesses changing and evolving and adapting and having to work a different way there are going to be redundancies galore um, and because of that rental guarantee is going to become even more important for letting agents come the end of the year. Um, I mean, I've had, you know, I've had a couple of branches myself. I've been in property 17 years. This is all I've ever done. And I have to say that I've always seen, you know, additional services as a way, as an additional revenue in stream to the business, you know, financial services, rental guarantee, you get commission. The commission has been fairly good. It's quite an easy sell, that kind of thing. And you've kind of just thought about it as that. Whereas now it's, it's it's totally different because as you say and we'll talk about this more in a minute but the prices now of rental guarantee have gone up they're going to the risk is you know 500 percent more it's unbelievable um underwriters obviously can't charge what they used to charge and now it's the prices are higher so the commission that an agent will earn on it unless they up the prices themselves is fairly minimal but it doesn't really become about that anymore does it it's more about safeguarding your margins um, and your rent roll for the back end of this year because if they don't get paid the rent or if there is you know that they ain't getting paid Exactly. And that's where our portfolio transfer option is such a hot topic at the minute, um, because that? that? it, that's where they can transfer the full book in one transaction, one single transaction. Um, and we'll take on all pop, all properties where they're not in arrears currently and they follow the criteria into things like the acceptable references initially. Uh, as I said, no arrears. So this is taking on the existing tenancy. Existing, existing Can you do tenancy. that with single properties or is it just portfolios of properties? Um, we It depends because for us, it's it's all about doing it in a, in a way that um, allows us not just to take on the, um, the, the, the really, really poor stuff. We want to take on as, um, as, as much of the, um, the property as we possibly can. So um, the the bulk option is the, the preference, but we are here to support all agents. So we will look at it on a case by case basis as well. Um, any existing tenancy where the tenants in situ and they're not in arrears currently. And I just want to point out as well at this point that the referral schemes aren't arrears. They're an addendum to the tenancy agreement in, 
in our stand in our mindset and and same with our underwriters whereas i know that there's other cases out there where that's not the case they that that um um that is being seen as arrears whereas you mean the payment office, plans that may or may not have been negotiated during this this the exactly. pandemic time okay. exactly so as long as there's a, a signed agreement in place then then actually they can be covered as well as long as as I said, there's no prehistoric arrears during that process as well uh, for a minimum of the last three months. We're happy in, in working with our customer base to support them. As you said, the, the powerful message now is protect your risk and protect your customer's risk. It's, it's not just about the income that it brings, although it will bring income as well. Um, it, it's, it's all about um, protecting the risk and we're here to support you. We, we're not reliant on investment as a business. We're um, essentially a profit center for letting agents and always have been um, and we're best place to, to, be, to protect customers now but also to protect customers post um, this this pandemic that we're in currently because let's not go, go go outside of it it's it's going to be um, a long hard slog um, it's going to get worse before it gets better we appreciate that and we're willing to take that risk on uh, to support letting agents and to help them get through this process mm. when we do get back into some form of normality um, it's extremely important that the agents have had that um, that that uh, delivery of um, of service exceptional customer service that we've always pr pride ourselves on um, throughout both brands essentially I think the timing thing here as well is something to be mindful of um, for, for anyone that's looking at advising their landlords um, or their portfolio or anyone about rental guarantee, because there's um, there's sort of an embargo on claim, isn't there? Is it two or three months that you guys have? Um, so, you know, if someone sort of panicked in October and went, oh, my God, we're going to get everyone on rental and then, you know, employment hits and then they wouldn't, able, wouldn't be able to claim immediately. So how, how does that sort of work? There's certain criteria and it depends on if it's the the bulk of properties or whether it's individual properties and um, it's different for both brands so um, not to go into full detail but um, for instance we we are willing to look at the the, the cases on an individual merit um, we will take properties on cover um, and uh, not have a 90 day no claims window that I think you're referring to for instance dependent on the situation dependent on what what's okay. coming on so um, that that can be scrapped um, dependent again on, on the cases that are coming on but we are doing that for a, a large proportion of our customers um, we we as I said working with letting agents throughout the country um, to support them and I think it's important that we're up front with it and 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 that is a key aspect that the 90 day window, although on a case by case, that needs to be included dependent on, let's say, for instance, the tenant moved in last month, then what the cover might be getting put in place because actually you're thinking that a claim is going to be made. So we're well within our rights to put a 90 day no claim window there. But mm. if the tenant's been in the property for the last nine to 12 months and there's actually been no, no arrears within the last three months and everything is, is OK, hunky dory, there's nothing to really, really worry about in terms of the overall risk factor at that individual time then yeah we, we 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 can look at it and we can look at the 90 day no claim window there's flexibility there okay that's interesting to know so i'm going to ask you a difficult question now and i think you said to me before we came on that uh, it's pierce morgan in disguise here but it's I'm not it's not at all it's just it's just uh, a question so the price increase yes 
There's mutterings, as there always is, when suppliers increase prices, especially during a time like this, that there's an opportunity has been seen, that the demand and the need is higher. And therefore, as a business, and listen, we're all businesses, but you're a business, there's an opportunity to you know, play smarter and, and be better business savvy. I'm trying to put it so, so, so kindly. Um, talk to me about the price increases. Has this been driven by you guys or is it, has it been driven else from, from elsewhere? I think what's driven it is the, as I said, the 500% increase in claims over the, like, this last period. Um, that, that's what's driven it. Um, and the fact that we haven't experienced the mother of the beast yet. That is going to come, as you said, when the furlough scheme starts to stop and, and things start to change, redundancies start to peak. I mean, we're in Chester currently, and um, the, the, the local uh, news centre was, was in Chester yesterday about um, the redundancies in Airbus, because that uh, accounts for a lot of jobs in Chester and in the North Wales area. Um, so for us, there's redundancies up and down the country, corporate companies, um, small limited to small limited companies um, that's going to happen so um, risk has increased tenfold um, we've had a, a major amount of claims we've paid out a lot of money and we will continue to pay out a lot of money um, but yes the price has increased but for us we've increased our price once um, we will only increase the price to what it is um, we've done it in such a way that allows uh, agents ourselves to get through this process we we re-evaluated we took stock we looked at what do we need to make the price banding level at before we can essentially uh, to allow us to essentially get through this process um, but essentially that has given us the the ability to um, to get into a position now where um, we'll get through this and post lockdown post pandemic then we can reevaluate the pricing structure, but I think it was it was a needs must essentially. Um, it, you can see it across all uh, insurers up and down the country then that are still offering it, um, and then that are offering it currently uh, that aren't offering it at the moment. Uh, the ones that are offering it have all uh, looked at price increases. Yeah. But what I would say is that with Let Alliance, with Homelet, you've got that trust that that actually yes, we've increased our prices. We've we've given the reasons for it. Um, we've not done it because we wanted to uh, make more money out of it. Actually, it's the opposite. We're, we're not going to make a lot of money during the next few years. We appreciate that, but it's about being here for our customers that have been with us for the last 25 years at home, like the last 10 years at Let Alliance, and, and those that want to start working with us over, over the coming months that we've seen, a, again, a, a real peak in. It's a good answer to a difficult question. Well done. Yeah, thank you. No, my pleasure. So you, what do you guys do? You've obviously increased the prices. Is there increased service offering? Is there anything different, anything new you guys are doing? Obviously, the portfolio transition, which I think is awesome, because that's uh, being able to get rental guarantee during a tenancy, I think, is great. That's really going to change things, I think. What else is going on with you guys? Um, we, we're, we're, looking, we're still offering uh, deposit replacement as well, I think, is, is a key aspect. That's another one. It's a hot topic on... Yeah. On letting agents lips obviously risk has gone up there quite considerably as well um but we're still offering deposit replacement we restarted that from a let alliance perspective uh last week slightly different with home because we obviously partner with flat fair um yeah. but yes um we 
we're still offering deposit replacement and our message is still the same as it's always been that we're best placed uh, we've been here for a, a long time we've worked with letting agents for a, a long period of time we're letting agents here in Chester um, and that is extremely important that we um, focus on uh, enabling letting agents to become fit for the future um, that was our tagline when the tenant fee ban hit um, and never has it been a true yes. statement it's um, lasted the test of time that one yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what does bring who knows what a, what a fantastic idea and i can't i can't take the the benefits of it that was that was my uh, our ceo andy that came up with that tagline but yeah it's uh it, it it's never a truer comment and that for us is extremely important where we deliver on um introducing new income generators products and services that attract and benefit tenants and landlords make tenant consumers as well because let's let's not face facts tenants are consumers they're customers Absolutely. they they want to be taken through a journey they want things like uh, broadband and TV packages, Netflix. They want gas and electric because it's a needs must. They they want insurance services, and we'll continue to continue to adapt to what letting agents and tenants and landlords want um, mm -hmm. to deliver a, a, a an optimum service offering that generates in excess of three hundred and fifty pound per property per year for the agent in terms of profit, but also allows them, as you said before, um, to protect risk because that's mm -hmm. the most important thing during this period. And how are the agents? How is everyone doing? What is the what's the feel across the board? Because you obviously speak to to agents, as do I do, I think, all day, every yep. day of my life now. How how are they all doing? What's the feedback? What's the general feel? I think what's really amazing about our industry is that we found we always find a way to make things work. Um, we get hit left, right and centre <laughs> from lots of different areas that um, and allow and uh, essentially means that we get, um, I think, unfair press in a lot of cases. Um, but what really is, is powerful for, for, from what I've seen from letting agents is they've adapted. Um, they've found ways to work during this process. And then when the doors reopened and they could get back out there, um, they all look, assess risk. They all looked at the appropriate PPE. They were all discussing. And, and I think Agent Rainmaker is powerful for that because you see um, obviously, a lot of agents come together as, as one group and they can all share best practices. Um, but yeah, I've seen that 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 has been something that's really, really, uh, I think, struck home with me is that um, how the amazing resilient industry, is. isn't it? Really? It's exactly. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, but yeah, so I've seen that. I think letting agents are, as I said before, we, we're doing more than we've ever done before um, in terms of breaking records in June and I think that goes to show that letting agents are busier than what they were um, for instance prior to lockdown the average um, agent that we that work with us at, um, across the two brands were, were adding on uh, 10 references per month mm -hmm. um, it's now 14 on average per branch um, so again you can see that that things have picked up um, I think there's a lot of different um, aspects that have allowed for that there's people that have maybe waited to move property yeah. I think there's also been a few people that have maybe uh, been uh, have moved away from from family homes and stuff like that I don't but um, it's it, it's been testing times I think for everyone but what we are seeing is that letting agents have adapted they've found ways to work and it's it's really really powerful um, yeah. it's something that I the reason why I love working in this sector is just how amazing letting agents are oh. 
so Mike if they people want to get in touch with you I always like to ask as well is there anything special you've got for our agent rainmakers or uh, people want to speak to you what should they do so uh, yeah hit me yeah please just get in touch with either brand if they want to discuss the portfolio transfer I think that is the the one that's on everyone's lips at the minute um have a dis uh, just have that discussion with us an open frank discussion we will we will tell you as it is what what we can do and can't do um, and off the back of it, we want to, as I said, protect as many letting agents out there in terms of risk. I've been given quite a hefty target to grow the amount of rent guarantee policies we've got. Um, and that's us taking on a, a truckload of more risk than what we've, we've got at this moment in time. But uh, the expectation is that we'll take on a lot more rent guarantee over this current period. And we want to protect and support letting agents. So get in touch with us about that. How and do we get in touch with you, Mike? So um, if they give us a call on the uh, Let Alliance line of 01244 564 and then email address is customer development. Oh, goodness. Yeah. At letalliance.co.uk. And uh, the home let number is 0800. Yeah. 035. Yeah. 8258. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so no much for talking to us this afternoon. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, thank you for joining us. Um, obviously, get in touch. Uh, some lot of positives um, from coming out, a lot of support for you guys in this area and something that's really, really important to, to look at and tackle now. So, yeah, Mike, thank you so much. Thank you.